Let's go. Yup, 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 yup. What it is and what it ain't. If you don't like what I gotta say, join the debate. What's up, everyone? This is another segment of Ray's podcast, man. What's good? What's up, everybody? Hope y'all having a good Wednesday. Hope y'all staying safe. Everything's starting to open up. It's lit, right? Yeah, it's lit. It's starting to be good. Make sure and I always say be safe because everything opening up right now. You get to go back out. The clubs ain't lit, but you know what I'm saying. You know how it is in the world, but we about to jump right into it with this segment now. We about to get into it. Yeah, what up, Mark? What up, everybody? What's good? What's good? First thing I want to talk about today. Should Steph Curry win MVP over Joker and Embiid? Now, look, man. My prediction in the beginning of the year, I had Nikola Jokic to win MVP. I had that, and I'm still riding with it. I can't switch up my picks. Y'all been following me for a long time. No matter how crazy my predictions be, I'm always with it. If that's my prediction, I'm going to stay with it. I'm always going to be a man of my word on that, never going to switch around. But the way Steph Curry is playing right now is outrageous. He's even going he's even going crazier than his MVP season, and he won MVP that year. You know, over the past couple of games, he's had over, what, 10 made threes? Like, we ain't never seen – Nothing like that before. You know, Curry, Curry right now, feel me? He's averaging, he's averaging 31.4 points per game, 5.5 rebounds, and 5.9 assists in his last 10 games. He's averaging 41 points. Last 10 games, shit, the last time I personally seen, well, it's two. James Harden went crazy, too. Got to give him his flowers. And the, last, and the other person after that is Kobe. You know, James that year when he had that run like that, he won MVP. When Kobe had like that, Steve Nash won MVP. Now, it's a whole conversation on that. A lot of people don't like that Steve Nash won that MVP over Kobe. But, hey, that's just what it is. But he's um he's averaging 41 over this past couple of games. You know, that's the most... He's ever scored over the past 10 games. He's also taking 14 threes per game and making half of them. That's the most threes for anybody over the 10 threes. Like Curry by himself had more threes last year. I mean, last week, all last week than teams combined. That's crazy. And um, a lot of people didn't think that the Warriors are going to make it to the playoffs. He's doing this thing right now. If Clay was here, you know, we'll be having a whole conversation if the Warriors are going to make the playoffs or not, but should Steph MVP over Joker and Embiid, personally, I'm going to say he does deserve it, but that doesn't mean, but, yeah, but that doesn't mean that he should, I mean, that he is, I got Joker, if you want to say that he's going to win over Embiid, I'm fine with that, I'm cool with that, because Embiid missed a couple of games, it's whatever, but Joker been here from day one, been doing this thing, and a lot of people been coming at Joker, I remember I had somebody tell me that the Nuggets is only relevant because of Jamal Murray and I'm like what like that's crazy now don't you know disrespect to Jamal Murray and anything but to me I feel like the Nuggets are where they are now they're relevant because of the Joker that's just me if you disagree on that you know what I'm saying join the debate let me know how you feel on that but I feel like the Nuggets are relevant he's their number one guy he's their best player now of course he doesn't he does need Jamal Murray Jamal Murray is his second guy but 
Joker's been doing it from day one. Joker is averaging 26, 11, and 8. 8.8 .8 assists. We could round it up to 9 for a center, however you want to do it. It really don't matter to me. That's crazy. And what? The Nuggets are top five in the West right now? That's 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 solid, fam. The number one guy, hard conference, doing this thing. Now, will I think they get past the first round? That's a whole different conversation. We know the MVP award is really for the regular season. I know Shaq didn't like that. Saw him say something on TNT about two weeks ago. But that's how it goes when they give people the MVP award. But Embiid. Now, Embiid's been injured, but Philly's number one when he's there. Now, of course... The Nets are, they caught up to him when he's got injured and everything. But as of today, we're shout out to my man Brandon. What's good, B-Monk? I just see you in the chat. He said, nope. <laughs> Birdland, what's up? It's lit. What's good? What's good? Um, and Sixers are number one. And Beat is the guy. He's been killing from the jump. Same as Joker. But I understand if you want to say that he got hurt, that he shouldn't be MVP. Um, he's averaging 29 and 11 rebounds and they playing right now i don't even know the score of the sun's game i know it was 54 to 54 and he was dominating doing this thing but i think d book and the boys and chris paul get that win over him but that's still not going to change the fact that joker i mean the Embiid has been killing now stephen curry is doing his thing warriors is doing his thing all because of him he's the main guy now will they give it to steph that that is where my where I'm concerned with. Another thing I'm concerned with is the topic I'm gonna speak on is Julius Randle and the most improved award. The same thing how they're gonna do Jerry and Grant. So should Stephen Curry win MVP over Joker? Personally, I'ma say he he can, but no, I'm still sticking with Joker to win the MVP because that's my guy. What do you say? Said love Steph. Love Steph going crazy, and it's truly special. And we saw a special performance. Oh, we saw a special performance like that from another player last year, but it's Embiid. Check. You got Embiid? Ooh, you got Embiid over Joker? Who's the other person uh, you talking about last year? I need to know who you're speaking on right there. <laughs> and um, Jaron Jackson is returning tonight for the Memphis Grizzlies. So if you are available... To bet at the camp, the gamble anywhere. Kawhi Leonard's not playing tonight. Serge Ibaka's not playing tonight. <laughs> Dame Dollar. And Paul George's not playing tonight. Go slam that Memphis money line. I think Memphis get the job done against the Clippers tonight with none of them boys. The spread is three, but since Jackson are there, might shoot up to six. Wouldn't be surprised. And you said Dame Dollar? Yeah. Uh oh, he said Dame. Uh oh. We must got to, uh, from here. I mean, Dame, yeah, Dame was doing his thing too. So I, I, that's a good argument to make that why you would say Dame could could have won it last year and he didn't win it. I I, I feel that. I, I I ain't gonna argue with that. I know you like your Dame boy. I know you love Dame, but Dame definitely ain't gonna get it that first team now. The way Luca and Steph going crazy. Can't wait till you come up here and be months so we can talk about that. Um, if you want to join the debate. You want to join the debate right now and get on video right now to have any topics or anything you want to speak on. I'm click. I'm putting the link in the chat right now. All you have to do is click the link. I invite you in. Anybody could come in right now. What it is and what it ain't. You don't like what I got to say. You know the vibes. Join the debate. Next topic I'm going to speak on. Julius Randle is leading the Knicks in New York. New York should be. New York should be. 
be proud. Everybody in New York would be happy the way Julius Randle is playing. Um, he's going crazy. They're currently fifth place right now. Um, they're up against the Atlanta Hawks right now. Both teams, Atlanta's in fourth. The Knicks are in fifth. The last 10 games, the Knicks have covered the spread. Um, the Knicks could possibly win that game. That's going to be a battle for both of them. But Julius Randle is doing this thing. Um, he scored 30 in four straight games since Carmelo Anthony. That's the last Knicks Nick, Nick player that we saw to do that. Now, he had 16 yesterday, but I think he bounced back today. And I don't know, he probably get in the 20 to 25 column. The last time he played against the Hawks, he had about 40 on him, a good 40 bucket on him. So he should be in that in that same category to give John Collins another 30 piece again. But Julius Randle is doing this thing. I like what he's doing. But where I'm going with this topic right now is a no-brainer. We all know Julius Randle is having a great year, but really what the Knicks did they traded Porzingis for Julius Randle. That's really if that's really what they did. Both players play the same position, both power fours, but Julius Randle is playing way better this season, just this season alone, better than what Porzingis has done as a Nick. Average more points, 23 currently right now. Porzingis best years with and we're going to go by the stats. Porzingis best years with the Knicks was what only 22. That's the highest he had. It's Julius Randle first year with the Knicks. Um, healthy, I will say that. The Knicks are in top five in the East. They're gonna make the playoffs. I don't think they'll bounce out. I think they'll stay in that top five range and not even have to worry about a play-in game unless Miami uh come around and switch it around. Uh, the Pacers were a team who I was thinking they'll get in the top eight, but Miles Turner is out indefinitely, and Sabonis is missing a couple of games. So I don't know how that's going to pan out for the Pacers. Kyle Lowry and the boys came back today. They're going up against the Nets. Last time I checked, the Raptors were coming back. I don't know if the Raptors are tanking. I don't know if they're taking it serious. I don't know what it is, but Kyle Lowry's back. They're finally healthy. So as of right now, I think the Knicks can stay top five, and I think Julius Randle is a better player and has done way better than what Porzingis have done as a Nick in a Nick jersey. That's just where I'm going at right there. Um, New York should be proud. Julius doing his thing. I know a lot of people were saying Julius Randle should have stayed with the Lakers, and uh, I've been seeing a lot of stuff online like, oh, if we would have kept Jordan Clarkson, and if we would have kept uh, Lonzo and Brandon Ingram and Julius, this would have been the future. It's all what ifs. It's all what ifs. But what I do know, the Lakers made the right decision. They got LeBron James, and LeBron and Julius wasn't going to work out. So that I had to say something to someone. I told him I was going to give him that answer about why I feel like Julius Randle and LeBron wouldn't have worked. That's right there. I don't think Julius can play with, with LeBron. I don't know. I mean, of course, all great, talented players can play together. But the way that LeBron James played, I don't think Julius Randle would have been this effective like how he is in New York with the Lakers if he would have stayed there with LeBron. Another thing with the Knicks, while we're going to still uh, stay on this uh, Knicks topic, <laughs> do you really think Zion is going to go to the Knicks? Hell no. I don't think Zion going to go to the Knicks. I know he loved playing in New York like how he was speaking on. Who don't like playing in New York? It's, you know, it's the Mecca is where it's at, but I mean, of course, it's early in his career, and anything is possible. So, of course, by me saying, hell no, of course I can be wrong on this. But I don't think he's going to go to the Knicks. A lot of players have been talking about their whole career that they was going to 
go to New York. Like we had LeBron, we had KD, we had Kyrie. I mean, of course, Melo. When we had a lot of these players that said they all enjoyed New York, the New York City, but did they ever follow through and play as a Nick and sign with the Knicks? Nope. So I'm gonna say the same thing with Zion. I don't think Zion is gonna leave the Pelicans with the core that he has right now, the bright future of the team, with all them young players, especially Brandon Ingram, all them people stay together. I don't think he's gonna leave that to go to the Knicks. I mean, I know RJ Barrett is there. I know that's his that's his boy from from college. You know, they both did their thing. Two uh two freshmen that averaged 20 for Duke. That's still that's still crazy and very impressive for them. And shout out to RJ Barrett too, while I'm having speaking on his name. Uh, Anthony Arrows tried to come at him crazy, didn't call him clutch. You see what that boy RJ Barrett doing. He hooping. I didn't always like him in college, but I always knew in the NBA he'll be a good player. Just in college, I just wasn't getting with his game. But Zion, I don't think Zion's going to be in the Knicks jersey. I don't think that's going to happen. You know, uh, I see Woe just talking about it the other day. Don't count it out. And, of course, he has every right to say that. He has to say not to count out Zion going to the Knicks, but I'm going to be on the line to say I don't think Zion going to play for the Knicks ever, ever. I don't think he's going to be in the Knicks jersey. Now, if I'm wrong about that because it's, what, 10 years down the line, then, hey, we'll come back to this conversation. I'll let you know I'm wrong. But as right now, I'm 100%. I don't think Zion going to ever play for the Knicks. Would you say, uh, I'm looking at the chat right now, Brandon, you said the exact same thing. No CJ, no Nurt. And they're similar in standards as the Warriors team. As a basketball community, we select we selectively give praise and then don't. You know what, Brandon? You're right about that. You're absolutely right. If we're going to give the same energy to what Stephen Curry is doing this year, that he's bugging out with no Klay Thompson and no Dre, Dre well, Draymond is there, and he's doing his thing, and we saying should Steph win MVP, and Dane was doing the same thing last year, and I think what the Trailblazers, nah, they kind of fell back a little bit. There was... And you're right. There was an AFC. They had to play the Lakers in the first round of laws. You're absolutely right. So by that, Brandon, Steph ain't going to win MVP. That's facts, rules. I like uh, I like that you brought that up right there, B. I like that. Appreciate that, too. I, I, I forgot about that. We do we do pick and choose on what we like to give praise to. I feel that. That's, that's copy. Big copy. <laughs> Moving on to the next topic we're gonna go on to the west was talking about the Knicks now we're gonna slide over to the west the Clippers are 10 and 3 since Ray John Rondo has joined them 10 and 3 since Ray John Rondo was there is this a surprise no this is what Rondo do Rondo's that man Rondo's that guy he's and he's one of he's one of the top point guards to ever to play the game. The reason why I smiled and I said that is because um, if you guys follow my Facebook uh, page uh, at Ray's Podcast, I did a um, did a little questionnaire and I wanted some feedback from a couple of people. And I said, uh, I respect Ray John Rondo. I love his game. I know that he's a great point guard. But is Ray John Rondo a top 10 point guard of all time? Let that sit for a minute. Is Ray John Rondo a top 10 point guard of all time? Think about it now. Now, I'm going to give you some names. Now, I'm going to tell you where I can understand your argument why you wouldn't put Ray John Rondo there. But 
I'm going to say a lot of people. I'm going to go over 10. Maddox Johnson. Oscar Robinson. Steph Curry. Dan Thomas. John Stockton. Now, some would disagree with John Stockton because they said John Stockton never won the championship. But we all know John Stockton for what he done, and he lost to Jordan both times. So I can understand if you want to use the championship argument with Ray John Rondo with that one. Steve Nash. Going back to that, because I, I will hear someone saying, oh, Steve Nash ain't never win before. I, I understand your championship argument with that. Jason Kidd. Now, some people forgot that Jason Kidd won a championship with the Dallas Mavericks when they beat the Miami Heat. So, Because uh, I said this the other day to somebody, and they were like, Jason Kidd didn't ever win a championship. Yes, he did. He won a championship. He starting point guard for the Dallas Mavericks. Allen Iverson. Some people don't like to put AI at the point guard position. They like to say he's a two-guard just because of the way he played. Go look, you know, he's classified as a point guard. Came in as a point guard. If you don't like that, that's cool. That, I can understand that. Gary Payton. Gary Payton. I can understand your argument if you want to say he didn't win the championship, but GP is the only point guard to win defensive player of the year. It's tough. <laughs> That's tough. Chris Paul. We all know CP3 and Ray John Rondo. They got that vendetta going with each other. Hopefully, we'll get that playoff matchup. We was talking about that last week, me and Brandon. Tony Parker. TP got them rings. And he got finals MVP. Chauncey Billups. Derrick Rose. And I'm throwing this last name in there because when Sherm come next week, he's he going to be talking about this person right there, Kevin Johnson. <laughs> so is Ray John Rondo a top 10 point guard? Oh, oh. My mistake, and Gary Payton did win the championship. Shout out to my man, Rail. Rail just hit me up and let me know that right now. GP did win a championship with Miami. He did. He did win a championship. You know what people are going to say about that. Oh, he wasn't the main guy. And da -da -da -da. he was off the bench. Da -da -da. But GP does have a ring. So appreciate you. Shout out to my man, Rail, for letting me know that. Did forget GP was on that roster. And he also helped him win in the Eastern Conference Finals. So out of all those names I just named right there, all those names. Is Ray John Rondo a top 10 point guard of all time? I'll let that marinate right there. I'll let you comment on that. Brandon said, nah. I'll let you think on that. This 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 same video, I mean, the same clip will be on my, uh, my Instagram by the end of the week. We'll come back to it again. If you need time to think about it to get on your argument, just know the name. I'm going to say the names one more time before I go on the next topic. Is Ray John Rondo top 10 point guard of all time? Maddox Johnson, Oscar Robinson, Steph Curry, Isaiah Thomas, John Stockton, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, Allen Iverson, Gary Payton, Chris Paul, Tony Parker, Chauncey Billups, D. Rose, and then I threw Kevin Johnson in there because I know Sharon going to be making this case about Kevin Johnson. That's 14 people right there. I ain't really go further more down the line. I ain't say a lot of more other point guards. I'm going to just let you marinate on that. But shout out to Ray John Rondo. I do think he can help the Clippers get to the Western Conference Finals. That's not taking anything away from his career. But, you know, we got to spice it up somewhat with some debates. So going on to the next topic right now is Kevin Durant. 
Kevin Durant is down again. Should Nets fans be worried? I think all Nets fans should be worried. Even with KD not there. I'm going to be respectful and still think the Nets can still get to the finals if they got a healthy um, James Harden with uh, Kyrie Irving. I, I still believe that. Now, will they win a championship? Yeah, yeah, it was good. Do they? Will they still win the championship? I don't know. But KD is down again. He's hurt. Um, it's not serious from what they say. They said it's a thigh contusion. So we'll see how that conversation goes like that. But we spoke on here before, even before he came back from his first injury, we were saying that we didn't think that he was 100%. Now, we want Kevin Durant to be healthy. We want him to be there because we want that matchup. But I don't know. I think Nets fans should be worried right now because, you know, I don't want to say this. And, like, I don't want to come off as being disrespectful by me saying this, but Katie's fragile right now. You know, he keeps getting hurt. Keeps getting hurt. Keeps getting hurt. Going through that injury prone. Like, we need KD to be healthy because we want that matchup. We do not want to be disappointed and not get what we want to see as the fans. But, of course, this is bigger in bas basketball. His, his health is uh, important, especially the same thing with LaMarcus Aldridge. Hopefully, he gets uh, great. Last week, we was talking, uh, me and Brandon, we was like, why is LaMarcus Aldridge sitting out? Like, there's nothing wrong with him. You know, this is Wednesday when he didn't play. Last Wednesday, we was live. Come to find out Thursday, he retired. So, you know, obviously, we don't know everything that's going on, you know, in-house. We only know what the media can tell us or if you're there in person and got to hold on to somewhat information. But get well, LaMarcus Aldridge. You know, that heart ain't no joke. You know what I'm saying? He made the best decision for his career, and that's that. That's, that's really what that means, best decision for his career and his life. But Kevin Durant, if you're really hurt right now, sit down, cool out for a minute. You see Harden chilling right now. We want you to be 100%, and we want that Nets versus Lakers finals. But Nets fans should be worried right now for KD, and I'm going to just leave it as that. Moving along to Miami. Going on to Miami, and this time, it's time to talk about that man, Bam. Bam with the huge defense and the game winner against the Nets. Now, Bam, when he was guarding Kyrie Irving, Kyrie was 0 for 8. We're gonna talk about it. I'm gonna give him his praise. Bam locked down. He is center. He do get it. He do get it right. I was about to say something else. Had to slow my road. Had to slow down what I was about to say. Bam does get it popping though. He does lock up. He can't play one through five. Literally, he can dribble the ball. He can shoot. He can guard both positions. He can do it all. And the game winner was tough. That was a big win, huge win for Miami, too. I think Jimmy Butler and the boys are playing today against the Spurs. That, that spread is one right now. It's going to be a tough game. I don't know who's going to win that. I, it depends on what Miami Heat seem show up. I'm going to lean with Miami, but if Miami start being on that BS, I don't know. Spurs can get them in that win, but reason why I want to talk about Bam and his huge defense because since Miles Turner has got hurt and they did the uh, the update for who is a defensive player of the year, Bam was nowhere near in the top five, and then now he's shot all the way up to, uh, to number three. Now, Gobert is still number one, and um, Bam can make a case. He can make a case if he continue to keep playing defense and he keeps uh, showing out the way he is. He needs to get his rebounding up. I, they're big on the rebounding for 
defensive player of the year. I know defense, I know rebound. I don't know. I just feel like defense really, to me, is blocks, steals, and can you guard and can you lock up. But they add all of that, especially in defense. But if Bam can continue doing what he's doing and he can lock up and keep making big plays and locking down stars, he can make a case for him to get that defensive player of the year. I'm only speaking on this because I got to give him his flowers because you locked up Kyrie. Kyrie, it's Kyrie Irving now. We we ain't going to get it twisted. We, that's what we ain't going to do. Like Kyrie is tough, super tough to guard, to stay in front of. So, you know, when Bam was on him, Kyrie went 0 for 8, and it was clutch moments. That's a good that that's that's a good argument to get you in that conversation, Bam. And that's why they got him in top three. So shout out to Bam out of bio for locking up right there. And I love the turnaround one dribble pull up ball game. I love it. Shout out to Bam right there. Miami gotta do what they gotta do. They gotta turn things around though. They gotta they gotta kick up. They gotta kick up. Lamelo. LaMelo is coming back. Can LaMelo still win Rookie of the Year? It's a media thing. This is where this all comes down to media thing. Because when LaMelo was here, it was, it was a, he was a clear-cut favorite. Not just because of the media, just because of the way how he was performing. And obviously, you can make a case that he was the most valuable player to their team. Listen to what I said, the most valuable player to their team. Because when he was there, the Hornets was top four. When he got out, I mean, when he got hurt, they jumped all the way down to number eight. So is he the most valuable to their team? I guess if we're going to go on that, like, I'm going to say yeah. I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, shout out to my man, D-Tay, too, and Terry Rosier is having a hell of a year, and Gordon Hayward is not, and Miles Bridges is doing the damn thing since he became in the starting lineup. He's feeling comfortable. Word to my boy, hey, he's just comfortable out there. He's just comfortable. But LaMelo is coming back. Can he still win rookie of the year? Um, it just depends on what he do when he come back. I don't know. Anthony Edwards is, is, Anthony Edwards is going to be a killer. I like Anthony Edwards. Don't care. Don't care about nothing. Don't care about the media. Speak his mind. He do what he do, and he get buckets, and he lock up. Like, well, nah, I'm going to take that back. Anthony Edwards does not lock up. He has to improve on his defense. But he's a killer, though. He has that killer mindset. But I don't know. It's going to be between both of them. This is where it was. You know, we had the, uh, Halliburton that was in there for a little moment, and then, you know, they had uh, Quickly that was in there for a little bit. That, uh, but I, I don't know. I, I really do know. If anybody else could get in there, Kellen Miller win rookie of the year. I'm going to go on the line and I'm going to say, yeah. I'm going to say that LaMelo could win rookie of the year. He could come back as long as he has some great, some all right performances. You know, he can't come back and be, you know, stinking it up. You know what I'm saying? Got to come back and somewhat keep them in the playoff range and have have everything right. Because if um, Anthony Edwards continue to keep putting up 30 and, and 25 and you know, they're going up against the Sacramento Kings today. I don't know. It's, it's, it's going to be really tough. It's going to be it's going to be really tough to see on that. But like that, LaMelo's coming back. Like that, he's getting healthy. We don't ever want to see anybody getting hurt. And that's really just on that. Like, if, you, if you're if you comfortable with anybody getting hurt, uh, you're just a plain out hater. Real talk. Staying on the east side, though. Staying on the east to talk about Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is going crazy. Jason Tatum is is playing 
like like that man. He's playing like that man. I mean, this is no surprise to what he's doing, but he's going crazy. So here's what I'm going to go on the line and say about the Boston Celtics. This is where I'm going to go on the line and talk about the Boston Celtics. I feel like Tatum can do this every night. He can do this every night. He can put up 30. He can even sometimes sprinkle with a little 40, 45 here and there. I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about that. Even Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown doing his thing, stepping up, could get in that 20 to 27 range. I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about that. I'm sticking on the same thing that I was on last year. I feel like if the Boston Celtics need, I mean, if they want to get over the top, and what I mean over the top, I'm talking about going to the finals. That's what I'm talking about because the East is tough because you got Milwaukee, you got Philly, you got the Nets, you know, the Hawks is looking okay. You still got to worry about Miami. I don't care if Miami's not in the top eight right now. They got the playing game. Miami, when they healthy in the playoffs, you know, they get it right on anybody, for real, for real. So I feel like Kimball Walker has to play like Charlotte Kimball Walker. That That's me, though. That's, that's how I feel. I feel like because you know what you're going to get from Tatum. You know what you're gonna get from Tatum. You know what you're gonna get from Brown. Like that, that we already know that. That's that they're gonna do that. But Kimba, just speaking off from last year in the playoffs. Now he was hurt last year. So I always give people a pass because, you know, I don't know. Like I feel like if you if you're not bitching on the court or bitching to the media and saying that you hurt and why you in the series in the playoffs. You know, I feel, I don't know. I, I don't like that. Now, if it comes out after the series that, oh, you had a messed up knee and, and da, 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 da and all that, I'm like, all right, okay. You were just trying to play through an injury. I ain't going to tell you that you really wasn't hurt because I don't know your pain. You know, I know you playing through it, though, so I, I respect that. But if Kimber Walker is healthy, and what she's looking like this year, I feel like Kimber has to play like Charlotte's Kimber. I'm talking about I need that 20 25. I need that 23 to 25 from him. So I need all of them. They got the they got the right backcourt to do it. They have the right backcourt to do it. Tatum's a baller. Brown's a baller. And Kimba is cardiac Kimba. So Tatum is waking up. Tatum is doing his thing. But I personally feel like if the Boston, because this is it. This is it. They're going all in. They got Jabari Parker, which is a great pickup for them. I feel like that's still going to be difficult when they have to play against Philly, but Jabari Parker's a great pickup for them. They got Fournier there. They got Tristan Thompson, even though, you know, TT is TT, but he's a great, he's been there to the finals before. I feel like they're going all in. And they're going to need Kimber to play like cardiac Kimber. That's just me. I mean, if you disagree on, on, on my statement right there, I ain't mad at it. But I feel like the Boston Celtics, I feel like the only way they're finals is if Tatum plays like Tatum, which he's going to do. Browns play like Brown, which is gonna do, and I need that Charlotte Hornets, the most points ever in Charlotte's history. I mean, Charlotte's history, cardiac Kimber. That's what I need. I need UConn. I need all that. I need the multi-time All-Star Kimber Walker. That's what I need. And if he plays like that, I feel like Boston could be conducive. Because really, if we're thinking about it, let's think about it. Of course, of course. The Nets have the better players because, you know, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, James Harden, of course, they're better than, you know, I'm not arguing that. But as in, you know, talent-wise, scoring-wise, 
what's the difference? Really, to, really, like, now I know y'all gonna, some people gonna feel like, hold on now, James Harden's a way better scorer than Jalen Brown, and Kevin Durant's a way better scorer. Than, uh, I know that. I know that. Trust me, I'm, I'm not, I know that. I'm, <laughs> I know that. But if those guys can do what they do, 25, 25, 25, all three of them, same thing. Or Tatum could get his 30, KD gets 30. It could be a good series. That's all I'm saying. It could be a good series. That that's that's really what I'm saying. It can be a good uh, series. But Jason Tatum is waking up right now. I love what I'm saying from it. Um, he had his first triple double the other day. A loss when they played against Chicago. Uh, that was a let up game. How they let up? They let they. Uh, winning streak going along, but he had his first triple-double in a long time, or that was his first triple-double this season. One or the other. I think he probably only got two triple-doubles, if I'm not mistaken, but Tatum got to be that guy, and Tatum is waking up. Celtics are going all in, and if Brad Stevens don't do something this year, I'm, I'm going to keep saying it every segment, every segment, every segment, every single segment. If Brad Stevens do not get it done this year because they're going all in, his ass need to be fired, and somebody else need to get the job. As Brandon said, we have seen coaches get fired in less. For real, for real. And excuse me, Miami is in seventh. So they did move up higher, and they waking up and doing their thing. If you want to join the debate right now, while I'm winding down, if you want to join, I'm putting a link right here in the chat. All you got to do is click the link. He said he is going nowhere. He probably not going anywhere, but shit, man. He's had a whole lot of talent. And they, I understand Eastern Conference Finals is somewhat close to the finals, but it ain't the finals. But if you want to join the chat right now, all you got to do is click the link, come in, say your topic, what it is and what it ain't. If you don't like what I got to say, join the debate. Also, make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube channel at Ray's Podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Let everybody know. We're getting it popping. We, I appreciate you guys coming in every single week, tuning in. means a lot, for real, for real. You know, I'm getting a lot of feedback from people. I got a lot of questionnaires. And I'm going to tell you this while I'm live. Stop being scared to get on this camera. Anybody is welcome to come on here and say what you got to say. Everybody always be asking me, oh, I want to come on the podcast. I want to come on the podcast. You can come on. You can talk. I'm, we ain't bougie over here. We all we, we could talk about anything you want to talk about, but just don't go overboard though. Next thing I'm gonna speak on, because right before I got on the podcast, somebody said that they feel like Chris Paul should be higher in the rankings and MVP than Stephen Curry because they use the definition as most valuable player. Now, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, someone like that, we was, I think it was around All-Star. It was me, Face, and Brandon we were speaking on here. And me and Face was trying to tell Brandon that we feel like the best player on the team is Chris Paul. Now, Brandon, I understand what he was talking about. He was saying that Devin Booker is the best player because D-Book scored the most points on the team. But when Chris Paul got there, they're obviously, what, second in the West right now. So... Going on to say that Chris Paul is more valuable than Steph. I can, I can see why they said that, but I just want to put Chris Paul 
it's it's tough. It's tough because it's, it it all depends on your def like how you taking the definition because it is most valuable player. It is MVP. But if that's the case, then that means LeBron should win it every damn year. He said, in other words, in other words, the Sherm law is in effect. What you mean? What you mean by that? <laughs> what you mean by that? The Sherm law. I, I'm trying to get what you're talking about, Troy. But I can understand it's all about the definition on what you go by as most valuable because it is most valuable player. But then again, it's most improved. And you know how we go on that with last year with Devontae and then Luca and Brandon Ingram. Same thing with this year. Oh, he said talking crazy. <laughs> Shout out to Sherm, though. Shout out to Sherm, though. So, oh, you're, oh you think they're talking crazy by saying that um, Chris Paul is more valuable than – Stephen Curry, is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? I'm trying to understand what you're saying right now. But I don't know. I, I'm I'm going to have Steph top three over Chris Paul. But if you're going to use the definition most valuable to what the team is, since Chris Paul has came to the Suns, they're number two in the West, and they're doing their thing. And as we can also make, make a case and say, should Quinn, should Quinn Snyder be coach of the year or should it be Monty Williams? Because if the Suns end up getting that number one spot, the Suns will be number one in the West. I agree, is numbers don't lie. Okay, that numbers do not lie, and we and we watching this, so it ain't like we got the numbers and we ain't never see it before. We actually seeing what Chris Paul do here, night in and night out. But um, if the Suns do get the number one seed, should Monty Williams be coach of the year over Snyder? That, that should be a topic we should be speaking on or not speaking on. It's sure, something that we should be thinking about because from the Suns to go from not being in the playoffs to being number two, and if they mess around and get the number one seed in the West, Monty Williams should win coach of, the, coach of the year. He should. Now, Donovan Mitchell is out, and the Jazz are doing their thing. I don't know how they're doing right now against the Rockets. Hopefully they winning because I took them on the money line. Good Lord, but... We'll see what happens a couple more weeks ahead. Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis is returning tomorrow against the Dallas Mavericks, so that's a great sign for the Lakers. All Lakers fans are feeling good, and Bron is still sitting in his 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 what is uh, his Goku tube. He's 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 getting ready. He's resting right now, doing the smart thing. And I'm gonna say the same thing. I feel like James Harden doing the same thing. He resting. They getting ready because when it when it come May. What the playing game is May 18, May 16. When they come after that, the playoffs start what around May 20 or 21st, something like that. When they get to that time, that's when it's that's when it's that time. It's real, it's real. And I want to see who's gonna win the championship. I got the Lakers. I'm still banking on that. I got the Los Angeles Lakers winning the championship over the Nets. And I think it's gonna go to seven. Repeating it again. I think it's gonna go to seven. If the Nets don't get there, don't matter. Still got the Lakers winning the championship. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. And I got the Lakers winning the championship. And I'll cap it off right there, man. Uh, look up these games for tomorrow. And I'm going to give you guys my prediction on what games to bet on if you guys into gambling. Or if you look at the, if people looking at this video, you know what it is. It's gambling time. It's copy time. Uh, we've been doing really good. Uh, the clients, we've been winning some games. So we'll see how we do. I see the Suns are winning right now, 105-99. And damn, the Warriors then came back against. That's crazy. Okay, tomorrow Thursday games. We got Suns versus the Celtics. So the Suns are playing today. 
They're going up against the uh, Sixers right now, so they're going to be on the back-to-back, going up against a Boston team that's going to be possibly fully healthy. I'm going to say that the Celtics, the Celtics will win that game over the Suns. Magic versus the Pelicans. I think the Magic. I mean, I think the Pelicans are going to win that game. The spread might be up there to nine. The spread is not out yet. I think the Pelicans are going to win that game. TNT prime time. You got the Bucks versus the 76ers. Now Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, they didn't play today. So if they're able to play tomorrow against the Bucks, prime time TNT. Ooh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Prime. So I'm going to have to come back to that one. I got to thank some more. You got the Pistons versus the Spurs. Both teams are playing today. Uh, Pistons got to go up against Luka and the boys today. Uh, the Spurs are going up against Miami. Both teams will be on back-to-back. I'm going to say the Spurs going to win because they need it more. They need all their games to stay right there in that range for the playing game. So I'm going to have the Spurs. Bulls versus the Hornets. It's a tricky one. The Bulls are playing right now. They're losing to the Cleveland Cavaliers, no Zach Levine. I'm going to go with the upset, and I'm going to say Terry Rozier. Miles Bridges probably going to score 15 points, so 15-plus points. So I'm going to say the Hornets with the upset against the Bulls and Lakers versus Mavericks. But before I do the Lakers versus the Mavericks, I got to do the 76ers versus the Bucks. Now, I don't like doing this right now because I'm not sure who's going to win this game right now. I'm really not sure who's going to win. It's in Milwaukee. Ben and them boys going to be all fresh legs. Ah, oh, man, this is tough. I'm going to say 76ers. I'm going to say 76ers. I think if, if how I know we always talk about if they play, if not play, it really don't even matter. So if I'm saying right now I got the 76ers. Anthony Davis come back for the Lakers. I don't know how much, how many minutes he's going to play tomorrow. Really don't know. So I'm going to take the Mavericks. So I'm going to take the 76ers. And I'm going to take the Mavericks on TNT primetime games. And that's just all for it for today on the podcast, man. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, make sure y'all be safe. Make sure y'all hold it down. Watch these games tonight. We got a game where I'm, oh, and to recoup y'all, NBA TV, I told y'all, I said, the Grizzlies are going up against the Clippers. Jackson is back tonight. I got the Grizzlies beating them. No Kawhi. No Paul George. I like the Grizz, the Claws, their way to win that game. That game come on in an hour. So if you got on Bovada, and do if you're on DraftKings, make sure you get on that right there, taking them to the money line. Dame is coming back tonight. I like Dame to hit three threes, and they could possibly beat Kings play the Timberwolves. They lost to the Timberwolves last night. I'm going to say the Kings and D-Fox going to do the thing. D-Fox scored 25, and the Kings win tonight. So those are three games I just gave you tonight. And that's all for it today, man. Y'all hold it down. Y'all be safe. What it is and what it ain't. If you don't like what I got to say, join the debate. Cop.